Welcome to Love Always Self, a podcast about connection to self, reflections of self, and how this impacts our reality. We're all about trying to find balance, discovering tools for spiritual wellness, and creating a safe place to have loving conversations about a broad range of topics. I'm Carista, an energy healer with a background in Reiki, nursing, health coaching, and personal training. I have a holistic mindset and believe that everyone and everything can work together in harmony so that we can create more balanced life experiences. And I'm Shira, a spiritual intuitive and explorer of personal truth with a background in management and finance. I feel we are all connected and guided by our own spiritual team, whom I refer to as Mount Glass, and I want to help teach you how to connect with yours. We believe we're all connected, and by learning to love self, we will elevate the collective consciousness and learn to create deeper connections with each other, self, and source. As we grow and learn through our own life adventures and self-discoveries, we hope you gain insights into your own truth. Don't forget to subscribe to stay notified of new content, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello, welcome to Love Always Self. I'm Shira. Hi, y'all. I'm Carista, and thank you so much for joining this episode of Love Always Self. How are you today? Woot woot. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, things are a little sensitive right now because some news just dropped, and we're not going to go into that topic because it's a fiery topic um, that affects a lot of people in um, the US of A. Um, so just going to put that out there that there's a little undertone of uh, frustration. <laughs> just a bit. To put it lightly. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Uh, but today, you know, what our focus is on is we wanted to discuss um, self-care, self-evaluation, and self-observation and how those important aspects of our creating consciousness within ourselves and uh, becoming aware and awakened to uh, the things within us and around us, can this become out of balance? So can we spend too much time on self-reflection? Mm. Mm. <laughs> this has been like one of those... Um ponders, right? Mm -hmm. uh, some would say yes, right? There, there's different scenarios in which this could actually be. Yeah. I could see you're like, you're, you're really, or Ooh, that statement, you're too much in your head. You're too much mm -hmm. in your own head. Right. Um, which is just like a, sometimes that feels, uh, like an avoidance of some sort. Mm -hmm. You're like, well, you know, and, and I think that if that sentence was ever thrown at me, you could elicit a, a response, an emotional response to the point of, well, if we go by the belief that we are creators of everything around us and our interactions or co-creations are genuinely a reflection of self in the things that we see, um, then how could we not, how could we not focus on self, right? Mm -hmm. How could we not be on our own head? But then you have this other side of it where you're like, okay, are you tapping too much into, are you, ooh, are you seeing, do you feel 
that your spiritual beliefs, like connecting to guides, are you looking at it from an external standpoint? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And are you only ever looking there and tapping into that and not remembering that you are here to still have a physical human experience. And that comes with experiencing the physical human things. Mm -hmm. So are we looking at the balance between the two of that? Right. Um, I know you have been, you, you read something to me earlier. Uh, what was it? The enlighten me. I'm, I'm, you know, still dealing with this brain issue. So like, no, 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 I was trying to find the book. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, so, so I, I was sharing with you two books and I, I want to backtrack for a second because Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll just, um, say that this was a scenario that I was in and the, this question, you know, kind of came up uh, as a response to somebody else pointing out that I think about myself a lot. That was the statement. Um, all, a lot of my actions are to support other people, but I've have been spending a lot of time in self-reflection for the last 10, six to 10 months. And, and so I have been pondering this question for about the last 48 hours. And, you know, we, uh, complete transparency. We did talk about this yesterday and, and didn't, didn't necessarily give like there were answers, uh, but there wasn't a yes, no. Right. So this isn't a question that can be answered with yes and no. Uh, anyways, it's, it's a situational thing. Anyways, um, the book that I was reading from to you this morning was the psychology of man's possible evolution by PD Ospensky. Uh, I hope I said that correctly. And there in this book, it talks about four different levels of consciousness. So being asleep is one of them being in wakeful sleep is the second one being conscious is the third and objectively conscious is the fourth. Now, many people begin in what states one and two, and that's what we fluctuate throughout the day states one and two sleep and wakeful sleep of again, levels of consciousness. And to get to the third level of consciousness, we actually have to spend time observing ourselves. And when we start to make observations, we can start to recognize different wounds, uh, different programmings that we have different triggers and reactions, um, that continue to perpetuate. We see patterns and then we start evaluating why, and we dive deeper. What is this related to? How can I heal this? How can I deprogram and reprogram? And all of this takes place within the space of self-reflection. And we can only become conscious when we start looking and observing ourselves. So in these last, you know, 10 months, uh, I've been doing a lot of shadow work and, uh, if you want to reference back, I don't remember which video, I think it was number 15 or something like that. When I was talking about 
an experience with my dad, um, going through a health crisis. Mm -hmm. And that is what, uh, initially, or was kind of like the, the straw on the camel's back that really made me dive into this shadow area, right? We don't look at the bad things when we're in a great place. (laughs) When we're feeling low, that's when all the other junk starts to come up. And so it's, it's the choice that I made was to dive into it. Cause I, again, don't want to do this when I'm in a happy place. (laughs) (laughs) So the, when sitting with this question this morning, the response that I received was, well, and again, I'll repeat the question. Can even your energy and time spent on self-reflection become out of balance? And what I received was at times, yes. And sometimes it's necessary to spend more time and energy in self-reflection. We go through periods that require more time and energy in this space because this is our shadow work. And I, I think that, yes, this can become out of balance when we're not paying any attention to the other areas, the other pillars of life. So go ahead. Well, and yes, and and that's good job on the automatic writing, by the way. And, (laughs) and I want to just kind of go into a little bit about that because there's all these thoughts that I'm, I'm getting right now while we're talking about this. And, and as I was receiving the thoughts, I was like, am I just analyzing with my, you know, human mind, am I tapping into the, you know, the consciousness that is me, um, you know, and even that is become part of my daily practice on discerning between the two. Uh, and that's just something that I'm personally working on right at at this point in time. And so by doing that, you know, are, am I looking at being within this self-reflection for too long of a period of time, but when it also becomes helpful in my decision-making or Mm -hmm. how I respond, um, you know, to, to different scenarios or different states of being, um, it is a lot to do with the reflections of self that, you know, I've been doing. And so where it can be extremely helpful it's a, it's, in, it's incredible. Uh, you know, I think that sometimes, uh, if you are, Ooh, this is going to be triggering. I think that sometimes if you are working on your shadows, right. Um, and you start going into this perpetual state of shadow work, mm-hmm. uh, and you just stay in that place all day, every day, I can see how that would become little hard, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. potentially detrimental to yourself. Um, so, so going, going to the statement of, well, if, if that statement that you said that you received was used in a way as calling you out as like a selfish person, first of all, Mm -hmm. that will typically elicit an emotional response from me personally, (laughs) just because I'm like, I think it's been great to see you do the work that you've been doing and stepping into your own personal power. Right. Um, 
if I felt that you were only always ever there and I'm seeing a demeanor change in you or an emotional change in you where you're not happy or it's not giving you the information that you need to go into a place of joy, peace, love, satisfaction, those kind of things. Then I think that that's when I would be like, okay, babe, you know, it might be a time to just be human for a minute, go have fun, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know? So, so that's kind of like the difference, you know, that in, in my mind, like, where is this serving you for your highest, greatest good? Right. And it doesn't mean that you have to be in a positive, happy state all the time when possessing shadow work, right? Like, or, or diving into that aspect of those pillars. Yes. Um, correct. I, I agree with that. Uh, in fact, I, I even wrote down self-study is very important, but no more important than having experiences and being physical. So yes, I agree with that. It's, uh, looking at this as like a cycle, we go through ebbs and flows in our life. Sometimes it requires more self-study. Other times it requires us to be more physical. The thing I think that creates the out of balance experience is when you're only focused on the shadow self and you are not being physical, you're not experiencing emotion. You are not, you know, um, moving forward. Right. I agree that when you become stagnant in shadow work, that is a toxic place because the whole point of shadow work is to move through it and get to the other side. It's interesting that you, um, use the word fluid because I had actually, yeah, I think so. And (laughs) at least that's what I heard. can be trusted right now. And it can't be trusted right now, that little brain in there. So, um, but, I I had Googled, you know, that I don't know the definition behind it, but I just wanted to see what I'd come back with. And so I Googled the word fluidity, right. And, uh, I have to read this because I found it very interesting. So fluidity, uh, noun, the ability of a substance to flow easily Next bullet, smooth elegance or grace. Next bullet, the state of being unsettled or unstable changeability. Hmm. I was like, kind of contradictory. Right. I was like, well, talk about being fluid (laughs) (laughs) in just three points. (laughs) (laughs) So that made me chuckle a little bit because it's kind of almost like, it's almost as if it would be explaining the different like waves in which you could go within fluidity. Right. So anyway, digressing. So, uh, interesting, uh, piece of information in this book, it actually talked about how long we as humans can remain in a state of consciousness. And that's for only two minutes, like (laughs) consciously aware of yourself, who you are, in this moment with the things around you without thoughts interfering two minutes. Well, I mean, think of all the things you're surrounded with at any given moment, all the freaking distractions, all of it. 
and you're, and you, and you know, and if you, if you have the ability to see, right, you're, you're distracted by that. This is why sometimes when I say going into meditation, even I've given this practice recently to somebody that I love, um, who says, I, I can't meditate. And I was like, oh, you can, you know, but maybe it'd be easier if you remove some of your physical senses to do it, to start off mm-hmm, with. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. Um, not remove as in like, take it off, but like remove <laughs> as in like an eye cover or your headphones. Yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> block, I guess I should probably say block and not remove anywho. Um, but I, I, I think about that, right? Like you think about all the different distractions that you have going on around you. You think of, uh, even like if you're in the middle of a conversation and someone's cell phone dings or something like that, right? Like there's yeah. so much that could just distract you from, from the attention that you're trying to hold, create, hold at that point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just within that in itself, I feel like that statement's pretty true. Even if it, if it did last longer than two minutes, I mean, I think that's what Buddhists do. Monks. Yeah. <laughs> They've mastered this. <laughs> Finding peace in chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would call that a master. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so kind of circling back to creating balance, right. you know, or still maintaining balance during these cycles in which you feel the need to spend more time in self-reflection and self-observation, remembering still to incorporate different aspects of self-care for your body, mind, and spirit as well outside of your shadow. So whether that's, you know, doing yoga, going for a walk, learning something new, reading, um, dancing, yeah, you know, just playing and having fun. So integrating, mm-hmm. uh, things that work within both and doing it on a daily basis right. so right. that you are still maintaining care for those other areas will help you keep in balance when you're needing to do more of the shadow work and more of the self-reflection. And I'll throw out some of the examples. And I think one of them I gave to you in our conversation yesterday, mm-hmm. um, in the mornings, I tend to take at least an hour uh, before starting work. And I will sit in my room after, you know, Steven gets up and goes and does his thing. Um, and I sit with my eyes closed and I go through a state of meditation and I'm observing my thoughts mm-hmm. and seeing what's the first thing that's coming to me when I open my eyes mm-hmm. without judging it, just pure interest. Right. Um, so that's one of the things that I do, but then from that point, I'm now up and I'm doing the human things like brushing my teeth or my hair and taking showers and going upstairs and preparing my laptop for work and all that stuff. Right. Um, and that's me moving from this place of self-reflection into the human things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, another thing that I tend to, uh, do is do a personal gauge which can be a called self-reflection or whatever, but I'll do a personal gauge. Like, you know, the other night I was working away and it was super late, but as I was working, I was listening to one of the, um, you know, spiritual community people that I follow. And I was like, wow, this is a fascinating conversation. Okay. I think I'm going to be done with work and I'm going to go downstairs and I'm going to put this on the bigger screen with my headphones and listen to it from a place of comfort. But Mm -hmm. I got down there and I realized I didn't want to be in my head anymore. 
Mm. And I was like, all right, I'm going to just turn on my, one of my series that I'm watching. So I can just shut this little guy off and just enjoy the entertainment. And I made a switch, a decision Mm -hmm. in that moment with just a small second choice of self-reflection on where I was currently at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But went so into that human thing, right? With, with that thought, right. Or with that, uh, example, you are constantly connecting with that place of self-reflection mm-hmm. and that's where we are now consciously creating because you're right. We're always creating and we're always co-creating, but are you wanting to do it consciously or unconsciously? Right. If you're tired of seeing the same patterns over and over in your life, self-reflection, what can you change? What do you have the power over? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And what looking at your choices, you've made this same choice over and over and over again, and you're expecting a different result. So what different choice can you make and see if you can get a different result? Exactly. And who says you have to do the same thing mm-hmm. over and over and over again? Who says you programming? Can't, who says you can't bring in that fluidity? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, word. <laughs> and you know, I think to an outsider's perspective, maybe somebody who's not consciously creating or desiring this awakened state, uh, it may come across as self-absorption. And because they're not ready to understand, recognizing those triggers within ourselves, first of all, and I'll admit that I was a little impressed with myself during this conversation because I was able to stay in that neutral state and just listening. And it's okay that that person was judging my, my, what I do. And that's okay. Right. Because. I'm secure in what I'm doing. And I did not judge that person for seeing things differently because I also understand that they are not yet ready to come out of that wakeful sleep. Right. And there's a, the perspectives of others when you're going through a self-reflective period, um, it is, I want to say it's important to remember what your goals are in doing so, Mm -hmm. right? I'm not saying you have to have an end goal. I'm just saying what, what is it that you want from that and be, understanding of those that are not in your space, in your head, from your eyes, from your background, from your beliefs, no matter how well they know you, Mm -hmm. they're not walking around in your everyday shoes and they will not be able to fully get it. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter how much you explain it until you're blue in the face. So standing within your own personal power to fully believe that you are doing the work so you can have a more joyful experience so you can receive love easier is important. Um, and I say this also with the same thought process of if you have a trusted person that you're speaking with and they express a concern 
because they feel that you've only been expressing states of depression, sadness, things that are not assisting you. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's been a long, expansive thing going on that they feel is now detrimental to you. That's something to pay attention to as well, or at least receive the information. Mm -hmm. So sit with it, sit with it. Right. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that I, I, I gave both. Uh, yeah. Cause shadow work is hard y'all. Like right. it's, it's, it's work. It is work. Um, it's worth it. Absolutely. I am been doing it with the assistance of a support team. Yeah. And I wouldn't choose it any other way. It's been long. It's been tough, but I am grateful to be lifting myself up and out of some of the old patterns and some of the old thought processes that were detrimental to my well-being. Absolutely. So not trying to just talk about myself here, you know, but I wanted to say that because it's totally safe to also confide in a therapist. Yeah, it is. And receive support through this shadow work with the guide of a therapist as well. I don't think that I've ever gone through, especially the deep rooted shadow work that, you know, has really like made an impact on me. I can't say that I've ever done that alone. I'll be honest. And so there's something to be said about that, uh, is not to feel the need that you have to do it all by yourself. I'm not saying you can't, I'm just saying that it's helpful. That's a choice. That's an option. (laughs) Yeah. You have options. Yes. (laughs) So yes and no, self-reflection can come out of balance (laughs) to maintain a sense of balance within your inner well-being. Please continue to incorporate activities of self-care that addresses the different areas of your physical self. Yeah. In addition to the shadow work work, 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 work. And we'll say that when you first asked me this question, I, I sat on the phone with you and I, I don't, I, I can only imagine the noises you heard come from my mouth on the other side of that phone. But like, well, I asked you to sit with it for a minute. I said, don't give me your immediate reaction. Sit with it for like 15 seconds before you start to respond. But I'm pretty sure all you heard for like at least five minutes was like, eh, mm, mm, you know, like noises like that. It was a triggering question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And at the end of the conversation, we're still back to yes and no. Yeah. (laughs) Fluid. (laughs) Fluid. (laughs) All righty, y'all. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, We have the past life regressionist, Barbara, coming on, and her episode is premiering next week. Super excited about that. I cannot wait to uh, share her with you guys because we have lots of questions too, still about um, just the process. And we're super excited to dive in more to past life regression. So stay tuned for that. And also don't forget to hit all the notifications, bells and whistles, likes and follows. Comment below. Yes. Ask yourself this same question she asked me. Tell us your response. I'm interested. Yes. Let me know if you were triggered. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, uh, don't forget to find the love. 
for yourself and root yourself in the love during the self-reflection process. Absolutely. And love first. Love last. And love always. Bye, y'all. Bye. listener. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us in this moment. We hope you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to our next connection. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow to stay notified of new content from Love Always Self. If you have any questions or topics you'd like for us to discuss, please hit us up on any of our social media platforms linked in the show notes below. I'm Karista. And I'm Shira. And until next time, remember to love first, love last, and love always. Love Always Self podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. We do not make any warranties about the completeness, reliability, and accuracy of the information presented in this podcast. Any action you choose to take upon the information in this podcast is strictly done so at your own risk, and we will not be held liable for any losses and damages in connection with the use of our podcast. Any and all medical concerns should be addressed with a licensed healthcare provider, as well as any questions that may be derived from the information discussed in this podcast.